0: hey y'all welcome back to another episode of murder moses i'm day
1: and i'm Ree,
2: and i'm ruby and it's the week after thanksgiving is it december
1: i think so
0: is that gonna be december when this episode comes out nope no
2: it's almost december the last day of (laughs) november is the day this comes out
1: it is november 30th guys Oh, hey. Happy
0: almost December, y'all. Let's, yeah. Hope
2: well, you enjoyed your party. Day month. Let's go. Let's hope
0: Ruby enjoyed her Cajun turkey. Is that we said Zach's dad makes? Oh,
2: yes. So good.
0: Yeah. We're not, I mean, I know that this episode is after Thanksgiving, but I'm not going anywhere for Thanksgiving, you know. Coronavirus, for one. Mm -hmm. for two my husband works retail and has to work black friday early in the morning so we just we're just gonna stay home me him and my child
1: I hope we know I'm not going anywhere
2: I hope that that y'all wore your masks around your family or you just stayed home
0: even though it's family it don't matter put a fucking mask on people Mm mm-mm Ooh, oh, speaking speak of Thanksgiving. Sign.
2: Oh, going to sign and don't tell you they
0: Mm-hmm. Speaking of Thanksgiving, uh, Ree, I need you to make me some banana pudding. I can do it
1: as I'm practicing a new recipe right now. I'll taste test. Give you, uh, I can make that happen.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna need some of that. Just leave it outside your door, and i can pick it up. Why Cause I know you ain't gonna open a door for me. <laughs> <laughs> she thinking about it like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, lord. <laughs> uh, Ruby, what are you drinking?
2: I am drinking vanilla vodka and Coke. <laughs> signature drink, signature,
0: yes. Sign- c- signature. I can't fucking talk. Mm-hmm. Ruby, what are
1: you drinking? Malibu. My little bootay. Well,
0: I have water. Per per my Hydrated queen. Because you know,
1: it's
0: nutritious fine. and delicious. Yeah, gotta have the right water though. You can't just be drinking anything. Can't be out here willy nilly drinking everybody water. Dasani mm-hmm. like, this this is disgusting. Don't drink that shit. But my water bottle has like a filter in it so i could drink tap water and it filters it so saves money to trying to save money. some some save the earth with not using so many plastic bottles
2: Yeah, you know, we'd love to see
0: it just call me environmentalist day so okay yeah <laughs> y'all have anything interesting that happened this week anything fun I'm gonna hope that my bathroom is done. I didn't I I didn't mention it last week, but my bathroom's definitely not done at the time frame that they said it was gonna be done. So <laughs> we're gonna hope when you're hearing this that I'm in my new big ass shower. So Yes. Will Ruby anything interesting happening?
2: Um I haven't said I feel like I haven't said in a few weeks that I'm just working for the man. So that's what I'm doing. Bit, bit, bit. Working for the man. Ray, anything interesting
1: happening to you? You're doing the same thing Ruby's doing, working for the man every night and day. Oh,
0: Lord. I don't really have anything fun to talk about this week. You know, I usually like to go on a little tangent for y'all, but I don't know if I have anything. Just, okay. You know, sometimes it just be like that. You just want to get straight to the point, no bullshit type shit. You know? Boop, 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 boop. Gang, 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 gang. No. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I guess we can go ahead and get into it. Um, I'm gonna just go first this week so I can quit talking. Um <laughs> again, did not check to see if anybody did this, but I can almost guarantee nobody has. Because... I feel like I'm the only one that ever does any kind of Texas type shit anyway. Um, but this is Charles Whitman. Um, he was born June 24th, 1941, known as the Texas Tower Sniper. Um, the oldest of three sons, born in Florida. Another one that was abused by his dad. Um, but weird well i guess it's not really weird because like this is tech well he was in florida florida and texas are both equally weird sometimes but like at a very young age he already knew how to load shoot clean guns and stuff and i think it says something like by the time he was in middle school he could like shoot a squirrel right in the eye like while it was written like that was just it's weird um so obviously he joins the military so he joined the marines Um, And then he went to uh, UT Austin for uh, their mechanical engineering program, where he met his wife and got married at the tender age of 20. Um, He had a pretty good reputation, like with everybody in the military, all that shit, but he gambled a lot. So that kind of made him make some questionable decisions, Um, but he ended up being honorably discharged in 1964 so he was only like 23 when he was discharged um but he ended up getting various jobs to support his wife um and like on random occasions he'll like randomly admit to friends that like he hits his wife and like fears that he's becoming his dad type shit um and his parents ends up end up getting a divorce they still live in florida at this point um but his mom ends up moving to Austin and moves in with him and his wife until she gets a job and like can afford her own place. Um, so this is um, I didn't mention this is going to be relatively short for me today. Um, but on July 31st, 1966, he went to a store to buy binoculars and a knife. He then went and picked up his wife from work and then they went and visited a friend. So this is all in the afternoon by 6 45 pm he was typing up a suicide letter um so you know escalated pretty quickly um and part of what his part of what his letter says um i do not quite understand what what it is that compels me to type this letter perhaps it is to leave some vague reason for my actions i have recently performed I do not really understand myself these days. I'm supposed to be the, an average, reasonable, and intelligent young man. However, lately, I have become a victim of many unusual, unusual and irrational thoughts. These thoughts constantly recur, and it requires a tremendous mental effort to concentrate on useful and progressive tasks. So that already tell you right there. He about to do some shit, right? So a little after midnight he goes drives to because his wife had to go back to work um that evening but he drove to his mom's house a little after midnight and he killed her um he like killed her and then covered her with sheets on the bed and they don't really know how he killed her um but because they think that he she was already unconscious but he ended up stabbing her in the heart with that knife that he bought um, and he left a note by her body that said, to whom it may concern, I have just taken my mother's life. I'm very upset over having done it. However, I feel that if there is a heaven, she is definitely there now. I am truly sorry. Let there be no doubt in your mind that I loved this woman with all my heart. So.
2: yeah, uh, My favorite color is red flag. <laughs>
0: So, um, after he killed his mom, he goes home because his wife was home from work and he then kills her and he ends up writing that he, that their friends interrupted something. But then by 3am, he, he wrote in all caps, both dead. So he finishes up a note saying, "Uh, I imagine it appears that I brutally killed both of my loved ones. I was only trying to do a quick, thorough job. If my life insurance policy is valid, please pay off my debts. Donate the rest anonymously to a mental health foundation. Maybe research can prevent further tragedies of this type. Give our dog to my in-laws. Tell them Kathy loves Shoshi very much. If you can find it in yourselves to grant my last wish, cremate me after my autop- autopsy. So, yeah, he's... Oh, I'm Why are he you right wishes? He That's wishes? what I'm saying. Like, for what? We will be killing in the
2: way. Oh, oh, like, exactly. Kathy loved the dog. Like, yeah, no shit she did. Wouldn't it be great if she could still love the fucking dog? <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So by 11 35 a.m he went to the ut tower um and he goes up to the 28th floor where um like while he's on his way up to the 28th floor he killed three people and then so his like notes that he did like they said something like they alluded to killing his wife and mom but it never said he's about to do this shit so he went to the 28th floor, and while he's up there, while he's on his way up there, he's he killed three people. Then, when he's up there, he kills 14 people and wounded 31 in a span of 96 minutes. Um, he ends up being killed by the police, um, by these two cops that made it up there. Um, but... The thing that really got to me and i don't know if they still do this type of shit but because he was in the military he was still buried with military honors and still had the fucking usa flag and all that shit he is buried in florida even though he's a fucking mass murderer so there's that he
1: did his time he served his country (laughs) fuck
0: that
2: fuck him in the in the up (laughs) tower they still have like the room like the area that he was in they still have it closed off like you can't go into it
0: Mm.
2: see i never knew this happened really well (laughs) i I only knew because i mean
0: yeah i never i I never knew it happened i lived whole ass lived grew up was born in austin so I was really born the- at the hospital that's right by fucking UT campus. St. David's. That's where I was born. So, yeah. That's my story for the week. Ruby, you want to go next?
2: Yeah. Um, okay, what am I doing? Okay. This one actually got me really emotional. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of you. When are you not emotional? (laughs) Um, when I'm asleep, and when I'm asleep, I'll still have dreams and cry. When I'm asleep, and wake up crying.
0: She wake up. I had a uh, dream that Zach did this.
2: I'll wake up ready to swing.
0: Dream.
2: I wake up and I look over at him and I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) One of those (laughs) days. Um, no, so it was just—it's just like a lot that happens, and it. it was just—I was reading, it and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, I don't know why now. I—I don't know if it's because I researched this like earlier today. Why it just seems so familiar, but now I'm scared somebody else did it, or even I did it. Before. I feel like we're
0: all, well, at least me and we, all like freaking paranoid about.
2: <laughs> I don't, oh no! Oh no! Well, let's I did see. this. I did the Ortega family massacre.
0: That sounds like something I might have done, but it might have been a different family.
2: Okay, so it was Christmas Eve 2008.
0: No, I don't think that was me.
2: Okay, (laughs) I, like, looked down at the name. I'm like, why does it look familiar besides the fact that I... I did,
0: like, a family murder, like, last month or something. But it wasn't that one.
2: Okay. (laughs) Boy, goodness. Anyway, so it was Christmas Eve 2008. At approximately 11.30 p.m., Bruce Pardo was dressed in a Santa suit when he knocked on the door of the Ortega's house with a semi-automatic handgun in one hand and a homemade flamethrower that was gift-wrapped in the other hand. So he, whenever he knocked on the door, um, a little eight-year-old answered the door. And that's when he began going on a shooting rampage throughout the house that had, I think it was around like 25 people in it. So his first target was the eight-year-old girl that answered the door. He shot her in the face, but at the last minute, she like turned her head and he only got her in the jaw. So she wasn't killed, just like obviously really badly injured. Um, He then shot and killed his ex-wife, Sylvia Ortega, both of her parents, her two brothers and their two wives, her sister and her sister's 17-year-old son. So pretty much just like wiped out that. You yeah, I was shut shit down. That's, that's, how I was reading this and I was like, oh my God, like, so After the shooting, Bruce unwrapped the flamethrower and used it to spray racing fuel gasoline to set the home on fire. So he sets the house just like a blazon. So nine people died in total. Three victims were, um, three victims deaths were caused by the gunshot wound alone. Four others died due to a combination of gunshot wounds and the fire. And then two other deaths were just from the fire. Three people were wounded, which was the eight-year-old girl who answered the door, a 16-year-old girl who was shot and wounded in the back, and a 20-year-old woman who suffered a broken ankle from jumping out of the second floor window. And they think that, like, the mo- like most of the younger children slash adults survived because majority of them were in, like, the back of the house playing video games together. And all the adults were kind of, like, gathering their things in the front of the house to leave. So he just... So, after the attack, Bruce changed his clothes and drove to his brother's house, which was, like, roughly 30 to 40 miles away from the crime scene, and there he uh, shot himself in the head and died. Um, They initially believed that he was going to fly to Canada because he, like, bought tickets on, like, Canadian Air or something, but it was a plane ticket to Illinois, and he had told, like, one of his high school friends or something that he was going to come visit, and I don't know. So but he didn't end up doing that because he suffered from several third degree burns on his arms from the fire. So he just decided to just end it. So the police found $17,000 in cash, clean wrapped on his legs inside a girdle in his rental car parked like a block away from his brother's house that had a Santa suit inside 4 round capacity handguns that were each empty and at least 200 rounds of ammunition. And whenever they found all that, they, the police and SWAT and everything, like, all the stuff that was inside, they thought it was, like, very threatening, obviously. So, they, like, blew up the car. I guess because they, since he, like, set the car on fire and all this stuff, they thought that, like, you know, if they got close to it, maybe, like, he, I don't know, would have blown, I don't know, you know. So, they blew the car up. (laughs) So, then the police speculated that the motive of the attack was related to marital problems. So Bruce's wife, Sylvia was um, he was married to her for a year and they had just settled for their divorce the week prior to him doing this. Um, So Bruce held no criminal record, no history of violence, all this stuff. So they're like, "Mm, that's weird. He had been fired from his job, um, in July of that year. Um, there's also some speculation that the divorce may have caused, um, may have been caused by Bruce because he concealed a child. He was concealing a child from a previous relationship. So he wasn't like telling, like, wasn't honest with her. So she was like, "Mm -mm," which like, rightfully so. Um, so the couple got married in January, 2006, but Um, soon grew apart after they're married um, because Bruce uh, refused to uh, to open a joint bank account with her and he also expected her to take care of her own three children with her own finances so she was like "Mm, don't like it don't like
1: that I didn't figure that out before they see walked down the aisle I'm confused
2: I know you would think, you would hope, but so in 2008, um, well, in June, 2008, the divorce court had ordered that Bruce um, pay $1,785 a month in spousal support. And then during the divorce proceeding, Bruce had confided to a friend, um, to a friend, his wife was taking him to the cleaners. So yeah. In July, he was fired for billing false hours and the court suspended the payments due to job hardship. It was revealed that he had planned to kill his own mother after that massacre um, at Sylvia's uh, home because she had sympathy for Sylvia during the divorce proceedings. He was gonna kill his own mom. So, um, then Bruce was required to pay Sylvia $10,000 as part of the divorce settlement, according to the court documents. Then Sylvia kept the wedding ring and the family dog. And then in the court um, declaration, Bruce complained that Sylvia was living with her parents, not paying rent, had this lavish life and all these cars and fine meals and whatever. So he basically just blew his top. And that is the Ortega family massacre. It's horribly sad.
0: That is. Like how do you kill everybody like that? Yikes ease. Yeah. Yikes. It's awful. That's crazy. Oh, R you wanna go? I
2: mean, sure. I
1: mean, that's pretty tough.
0: Not like we have really have any
1: choice but for you to go now, so (laughs) all right. (laughs) So On, um, on August 31st, 2016, Andrea Balser, she called 911, told the dispatcher, just stabbed my mom. Stabbed her in the back and when my dad heard her scream, ran up to him, stabbed him too. Now at the time when she stabbed her mom, she was actually like giving her mom a hug took the knife and came around ski ski.
2: Oh, it's like in so, carry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So when she was found, um, the knife that she used was like stuck in the floor next to her dad. Um, she told her brother <laughs> this is wild. She looked at him and was like, yeah, it's not your day. So she ended up not killing her brother. Um she said that the reason that she killed her parents was because at a young age, she always felt, so just so, just so, you know, she's transgender. Um, she said at a young age, she always felt like a woman trapped in a, she always felt like a woman trapped in a man's body. And she didn't feel like her parents were supportive. And she also had said that her mom abused her. Um, her brother said that's a whole crock of shit. She, she made all that up. She said, he said it's just not true. Um so Andrea was charged as an adult. She pleaded guilty under um an agreement that said her sentence would be capped at 55 years. At the time of her sentencing, she was like 20. 55 years, and eh, she'll be old, okay? <laughs> she'll be old. Um the judge did take into account that she had never been in trouble. I would not think she would have been. She had good grades. you grade. killed
2: two
0: people. So why are you taking that in? Your mom oh, and Paul okay. at that. It's just like the one when they letting people out of jail for no reason. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it.
1: Um. So she had good grades. He said, oh, and it was nice of you to plead guilty. But when it came to the part where she was trying to say, oh, her gender identity play a part in her killing them, he was like, yeah, I ain't really trying to hear that shit because there's plenty of people who are transgender and they don't go around here killing their parents. So you can cut that shit out. So um, Andrea's brother, Charles, he stood up in court and was like, she's full of it. And I want you to prosecute her to the furthest extent. And if you get further, if you can get even further than the furthest extent, do that shit too. So um, he was like, you know, she's, she's remorseless. She did not, you know, she doesn't even care about what she did. So, yep, that's that. 55 years and killed her parents and tried to blame it on the fact that she was transgender instead of just saying, I really wasn't fucking with him. And I ain't have nothing else to do
0: that day. So I stabbed him. That's crazy. I've always been curious. I don't know if they said it in this show. Cause I know, I mean, in this story, cause I know that it changes depending on where they are and okay. whatnot. But was she housed in a women's facility or a men's facility?
1: Oh, they don't even say. Huh. But. She was so young. I'm pretty sure they might have put her in a men's facility. I don't mm-hmm. know if they get to choose. I think if you have uh, transitioned fully, I think they put you in a women's facility, but if you have not they put you in a, a mean,
0: facility. Mm-hmm. Yes, I don't really hear that many stories. I feel I
1: the lockup show that the Transgender women are still in there with the men if they haven't fully transitioned.
0: Yeah. Now that you say that, yeah, I haven't watched Lock Up in God knows how long because all I watch is Disney Plus now.
1: Um Orange <laughs> is the new black, you know, they had um I didn't in with the ladies. Mm-hmm. And I think she you love that.
2: I love that show.
0: I wasn't a fan. Ruby knows I'm really good. not. I the tried watching thing. it like a thousand times. I really tried to like it. Part of but the second
1: season was dope. But after no. that, I
2: was
0: like, "Whatever season it was that that girl decided to just pee on the floor, or whatever." I'm pretty just, sure I that's it, like the
2: first season.
0: Yeah, I knew that. I knew it wasn't for me. <laughs> really like, I mean, I watch crazy shit, but like that's just one show I could not get into. I don't know oh, what it I is. Love
1: prison, prison shows like Oz. Oz is like hands down the best prison that. show ever. If you got HBO, like. On like Demand or whatever. The way I have HBO, I have it on Prime. If you go on there and watch Oz, you will be like...
0: Do you watch Wentworth? I haven't seen that, but I heard that's good, too.
1: They said it's basically Orange is the New Black. Some say it's better than Orange is the New Black, but, yeah, I'm good on it. It's hard for me to watch shit with people with accents. Oh, they got accents? I think it's British. Oh, I can't watch that. Yeah, I can't, because it seems boring because I don't know where they are. No disrespect.
0: No, no, no. it's just weird. Like it's not even like I don't mind it, but if when it's like a whole show, I just like I can't focus because I'm so focused on the accent. You know, like it's not like I don't like the show. I'm just so focused on the accent. I'll just be like,
1: it's more scenery for me. I've never. I don't know what you know. I've never been to London, so I don't know where they're at. Like if I'm watching, (laughs) let's say I'm watching Coming to America, it's fucking New York, so I'm excited. Oh man, it's fucking New York. Oh look. But one that I don't know. And it's like, okay, where the fuck are they? Like, what street is, like, what is going on? I can't. So I couldn't watch Luther with Idris Elba because I'm like,
0: okay. Well, any of our British listeners, we love y'all, I swear. But
1: I just, I I need to come visit.
2: Look, I'll watch, I will watch. She said I need to come visit. (laughs) I will watch British TV before, look, I mean, but that's why Zach won't watch. Um, the British Bake Off with me because he just like, like the accent. He's like, I don't know. It's just like I like it. I'm like, Americans sound dumb as fuck. Like everything we say. Yeah,
1: we do. I just can't deal. We sound so fucking
2: dumb.
0: We do, but I just be so focused on the accent that I don't focus on the show, and so I never really get into
1: it. I can't understand. I'm like the vibrant. It always looks so hazy and rainy. (laughs) Ever looks sunshiny, and that bothers me. I love. British accents because I love Charlie hunting, but um, yeah, I can't deal with the rain and the fucking, it looks cold. And it just looks, it looks like the actors are uncomfortable because, oh my God, it's fucking cold and it's raining. I can't, I can't deal.
2: It's like, I love that. It's like, I've told Jordan this, hi Jordan, but you know how we say TBH, like, to be honest, Mm -hmm. they say TBF to be fair. And I'm like, that is just so I right? Like it's just so classy at the same time that you're like,
0: (laughs) but we're Americans, we're not classy. So we
2: just sound at all redneck and I don't know what
1: Meg was (laughs) talking about because we are not classy.
0: We are not classy at all. So just know that we aspire to be like the British. Yes, we do. Well, do we have a uh, Goofy of the Week?
1: Read? Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> How many reactions to what I ask if we have? one.
1: Well, hell yeah. So, this one, hilarious. Um, so, Muhammad Asan, Ashan was a mid- to low-level level Taliban commander and he was suspected of organizing attacks on the U.S. and Afghan troops. And, um, one day they had put his, they had his face on a wanted poster and they were asking for a whopping $100 finder's fee if anybody found him. So guess what the goofy did? Went and turned his little silly ass self in.
2: What was I to say? Did he find himself?
1: (laughs) That's me on the poster. Me. Can I get my $100 now? You can get it. Put on your fucking books. Book them, Dano. Get
0: them out of here. Like, who does that? Wow. For $100? $100? Get the Come fuck on, out bro. of here.
2: I got you a dollar.
1: <laughs> Gotta like. be cooking in that. <laughs> uh, uh, $100
0: today is like having $1, especially if you go on Amazon. Man. <laughs> Man, that low price shit adds up, okay? <laughs> Lord. Well, y'all, um, Thanks for listening for another week. I hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. We're um, very
2: thankful for our listeners. I guess we should have said that the week of Thanksgiving. Well, but we love y'all.
0: It's still November, so it still counts.
1: So Especially everyone in London. We love you the most.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, make sure y'all follow us on Instagram. Um, tell some friends about us and such share us on all your social medias and we'll see y'all next week bye bye peace